0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick! man on the line, then the game never everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Uh, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, Noel Denis.
0: Yes. That is correct.
1: And on Get Rich Quick with Noel with with Noel and Josh. With Josh and Noel. Uh-huh. We have one goal and one goal only.
0: That's get you rich. Get you rich fast. And in turn, all we expect is Ten percent tithe us. You take our ideas, make mountains out of our molehills, and give us 10%. Yep.
1: It's a very simple, simple, unwritten contract.
0: Yeah. It's a Anyone. gentleman's agreement. It's a g- gentleman's agreement, mm-hmm. yes.
1: That we feel the need to say at the beginning of every single show, yeah. so you can't say that you didn't know about. It's it. It's our
0: ear handshake <laughs> with you.
1: Our ear handshake. Yeah. I just... Uh, I can't wrap my head
0: around that for some reason. Well, We're speaking in their ears.
1: <laughs> we are speaking in yeah. their
0: ears. Our voice is one hand. Their ear is the other. So then it's just a handshake. It, But it's an ear handshake. But. Because it's done with ears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we it's done with our voice and their ears.
0: That's right. We're off to a good start here tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we are. Um What's new, Noel? Anything new and different in your life?
0: I am going on vacation tomorrow. And Noel, that's
1: very exciting. Yes. You're going to a place where uh it's kinda like uh old school, right? There's not gonna be much in the way of usage of uh internet, it'll and be telephone. Spotty. Um <clears throat> and
0: you are gonna be in Maine. I'm gonna be in Maine on an island an hour into the ocean. That's crazy. Looking at trees, it's like you're you're
1: living in the old days. That's right. Are you going to be chopping down wood? No way. Are you going to be killing your own animals for food?
0: Uh, well, we'll see. Are you going to? Well, I'll kill a lobster. I'll tell you that. I'll kill the hell out of a lobster. Kill the hell out of a lobster. Yeah. Are you going to capture the lobster with your bare hands? No. You buy them at the gas station. The fishermen sell their extra (laughs) lobsters to the gas station. The gas station's got a tank.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. It's so old school. It's lovely. You're going to be
0: off the grid for a little while. That's right. I
1: hope you guys don't kill each other.
0: Well, if we do, I just hope I'm the one who makes it back. <laughs> it's going to
1: be, well, I mean, it's going to be you, the founder of our fine radio station, yep. Tom Tenney. Tom Tenney. Head uh, hippie. Yeah, head hippie. And, you know, you guys may come to loggerheads out there. Yeah. I just think there may be a lot of swinging and hitting and, you know, drunken Terribleness. You never know. You know, and you may end up
0: naked and bloody. What happens in Maine? On a boat. Stays in Maine. On an old lobster boat. Because there's no way to get the information out.
1: (laughs) Ah! ah, That's amazing. (laughs) Speaking of uh, getting information out, Noel. Yeah. I had a little meltdown with my phone. Oh, boy. I am, uh, I don't understand how it's all working these days. All the uh, phone companies are changing the. Way they're they're replacing your phones now. Yep. Uh, it used to be y- if you had a two year agreement, you would get a free upgrade. Basically, right. I know that they or discounted, right, or heavily discounted. In my case, it's always been a free upgrade. In my case, mm-hmm. or you know, yeah, I guess heavily discounted. You're right. It would we end up would spend like ninety bucks for a phone for an iPhone or something like that because we would get the model before and trade in the old one, et cetera, et cetera. But now that appears to be changing, and I know this because my phone went just fucking kablooey on me. Okay. I woke up uh, yesterday morning. My phone was plugged in overnight, as it always is, and yet there was only 20% left uh, on my phone.
0: Well, maybe it was your plug.
1: Well, I checked my plug. I plugged it into multiple different uh, uh, plugs Okay, and chargers and different outlets mm-hmm. and... uh it did not read a charge at all.
0: Did you clean out mm. the port on can, your phone can, with like a I, thumb? Can
1: I tell my story? Oh, wow, <laughs> I to all do that. right, okay, wow. <laughs> I to do that. So I did not do that because I don't know anything about phones. Uh-huh. Uh, I just, and I was kind of freaked out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'm not gonna get into the Apple store. Uh, let me get to TechServe before they are shut down forever. And I ran to TechServe and uh, they, Took them a little while, but they, you know, to get to me. But they looked at it and were like, "Well, we cleaned it out. You're still not getting a charge. Mm-hmm. We can't just like fix this one little thing that we think it is. We have to replace the whole thing, which is going to cost you hundreds of dollars." Yep. And I was like, "Well, that's not going to work. Um, I might as well get a new phone, right?" And yep. they were like, "Yep." Now, see, I remember back in the day when. Getting things fixed made sense because things lasted forever. Mm -hmm. Right. And so to spend, you know, a small sum of money to get something fixed that you were going to end up having for another 10, 20 years made a lot more sense. Now it seems like the way they price fixing everything is a hair lower than basically buying a brand new version of the same thing. Yeah. And so I ran over to the Apple store. With my phone, which now at this point is at about 15%. And I start talking to them about, you know, I need a new phone. I need to check if I'm eligible, which apparently I was a couple months out. And then they started explaining to me how I don't get this upgrade situation. Mm -hmm. Like, I now have to lease the phone. So now I have to sort of start thinking about, like, crap. Do I want to stay with my phone company? Mm -hmm. Because I hate my phone company. And the only reason I stayed on it was because I would get a super cheap phone and i had i was grandfathered into unlimited data yeah right so am i and uh uh but now i'm still paying the same price plus i'll be paying for deb in my new phones an additional 70 or 80 dollars a month which for the amount of data that we use just didn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me so now but anyway i digress anyway um so i go to apple and i end up talking to them and getting on their plan. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get the new phone. No, 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 no. And this negotiation happened. And I look at my phone and I'm down to about 8%. Okay. Right? Now, my whole work life is on my phone. Yeah, Every appointment I have goes into my uh, my calendar on my phone. hmm And the woman goes, do you have this backed up to the cloud? And I said, uh, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, but you back it up to your computer, though, right?
1: Uh, I don't do it as regularly as I should, and I hadn't done it in a few weeks, and I had two weeks in advance worth of uh, appointments set up and new clients whose names had gone into my contacts, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, then I start freaking out. Because right? if this disappears, then I have no idea what I'm doing for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. No clue whatsoever. And I, there's plenty of new contacts that are coming to see me that I know are coming to see me that I can't contact because their contacts aren't back then. All right. Right? So I go through this whole rigmarole with the woman that, who's very patient with me because I'm starting to lose my shit. Yeah. And I start railing against Apple and planned obsolescence. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm, I just start saying things like, Really? You guys couldn't make it so this freaking phone would last till the absolute end when I need to get a new one in two months. It had to happen now. Yeah. Right. And she was just like, well, sir. And I said, you can't tell me that Apple doesn't have planned obsolescence. We all know it does. We all know that's the whole point of computers at this
0: point. Uh Right. Pulled back her lizard (laughs) skin. and (laughs) (laughs) right. And showed me her
1: real face. Um, And uh, literally. And then it got to the point where it's like because I had to trade it in. There's no way to charge it. And I got down to 2%. Yeah. And if I didn't do something soon, I was going to be unable to wipe the phone out. And they could see my porn history. Okay. They could see, you know, all the stuff on there when they sell it to whoever the fuck they sell it to now when they take these things from you. Yeah. Because I don't think now they have Apple stores in China. So it's not like China needs to, to, to buy all the old Apple phones to have them there anymore. Right? Which was, that was the big thing. I don't know if you remember, but. They still do. Right, they line up outside and they buy up all the phones. For days, they do it. Right. For, for I, months, actually. But I don't understand why that's the case I now. Don't, I don't either. Because uh, they have Apple stores in, in China now. Yep. They, they get the Apple uh, phones and all of the Apple uh, uh, products at the same time we do. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, you know, thankfully, my calendar and my contacts were the only thing I had backed up. On the cloud, which was fine. I didn't care about anything else. The rest was just bullshit, games and whatever. But uh, planned obsolescence is a nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And it's a real thing. And I'm not just saying that it's—but you realize that, you know, look, I remember when computers first started getting big, right? Uh-huh. When we first started getting computers in our 20s, and every six months there was a newer, more powerful computer. Mm-hmm. And it made sense, and a better operating system. It all made sense that, you know, it was frustrating because you think you're getting the newest, bestest, fastest things, <laughs> you know, anywhere from— Two to six months later, you're sitting there going, "Oh my god, this my this is sluggish. It's a mess." Yeah, but now I don't think that's the case.
0: Now, it's oh, it is.
1: In what? In With every
0: what? year, the phones are doubling in speed, in processor power. Every single year. But so what? Do they really need to? That's a hundred percent increase. But do they need to? At this point, yeah. they are so fast. Yeah, they do. Why? Because that phone is replacing your computer. Eventually. Yeah.
1: But not fully. I still don't think phones will ever fully replace yeah, computers. I don't know. I think that's why they make things like the, your s- silly little iPad and things like that. Those are going to be the things that end up replacing computers. Okay. And certainly, it's not going to replace computers in businesses. Uh-huh. You think a lot of people are going to be sitting around with a little keypad and their phone doing, doing all their work on their phone?
0: Uh w- m- Maybe your phone will just connect to a monitor.
1: God. All right. Whatever. Fine. Anyway, planned obsolescence leads right into our topic today, Noel, which is what? Which is longevity. That's right. Just um, like our
0: opening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which there is less and less of in this world as we go through it. That's right. Um, Longevity.
0: Yeah, lots of money in it.
1: There is. or Really, there seems to be more money in lack of longevity. Uh,
0: well, you go your angle, I go mine.
1: Well, my angle is in trying to, you know... Everyone seems to be making crap. Okay. Stuff designed to break in a short period of time. Okay. So people continue to buy. All right. It's the only way to keep this economy going. Okay,
0: longevity. (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha. I got an idea how to make money with it. Yeah, why don't you hit me with it? All right, so uh, have you ever heard of actuarial escape velocity? No, of course not. Okay, it's also known as longevity escape velocity. (laughs) Uh, and what and escape. What?
1: Escape. Escape. Okay. Like Escape the Room. I don't okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it was first proposed by a man named David Gobel. He is the founder of the Methuselah Foundation. Uh-huh. And uh it here's the the basis of what it is. Okay. So every year life expectancy increases slightly as we improve our treatments and our technology and our science. Mm -hmm. Um, and the actuarial escape velocity theory is that if we can get to a point where extending lifespan by one year takes less than one year of research, then, uh, we'll have reached indefinite lifespan, also known as bio-indefinite.
1: So the idea is, if it takes less than a year of research uh, to create a way to expand life by a year, yes. that we will become immo- immortal.
0: Uh, is well, that not, the idea? Uh, they're very big on saying not immortal because immortal means you can't die. This okay. just means
1: that you can live. You can potentially live forever.
0: You could potentially live forever. Okay. Um. So, uh, what they're trying to do, and what the Methuselah Foundation is organized to try to do is to, they want all scientific research to go solely towards the extension of life. And that's it. Other problems, address them later. But if they can get to this bio-indefinite, indefinite lifespan phase, then they have all the time in the world to cure all yeah, right. the other problems. Okay. problems that right. we have right uh so uh, it, like if you look at the mithluzola organization website they're currently focused on uh creating new organs uh-huh and like through 3d printers a lot Which now
1: we, we've we've talked yep. about
0: and uh keeping your cells mm. mitochondria from breaking down over time mm-hmm. and the dna keep it from breaking yep. down yep so that cells don't degrade uh-huh um so basically, what this all means is that once we hit, or even once we come close to this bio indefinite period, we're going to have a massively, massively growing army of old people that are vegetables. <laughs> that are just being. Is that what's going to happen? They're going to be alive oh, until see, whatever right. their real problem is, the science catches up to that.
1: Okay, I see. So it's 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 it, it, right. It's so it's in it, It's sort of like the concept of cryogenics. Yes, right? it is only you. will still be alive. You'll still actually be alive. They'll just be keeping you alive by replacing your organs as they fail. Yes. By keeping your cellular structure working. Yes. But they're gonna keep you under so you're not in pain. So you're not you know till they can figure out whatever the disease that is, actually killing you, uh, can be eradicated.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Right. Or Does just how be- to reverse like Alzheimer's. Or you know what I mean? Right. Your your, okay. br- your brain is degraded to a point where you can't do anything. You're just <clears> laying there. that's um, gonna require a lot of storage. It's gonna require a lot of storage. Uh it's gonna require a lot of everything else too. So uh I, I first started thinking like how can I make money off this giant army of vegetables? And because <laughs> uh, it well, it'll be like warehouse after warehouse. It'll be like remember, do you ever see the movie Coma? Yes. And, and you go into that room, and it's just body after body after body after body. Uh-huh, yeah. It'll, it'll be like that, but, like, more. It'll be like <laughs> coma 2. Uh,
1: yeah. It's going to be just... It's going to be buildings upon buildings yes. in the middle of the West. It's going it to be, what be the, cities. It's going to be what the Midwest is, is officially going to be used for, is cold storage.
0: Yeah. Uh, only you don't have to be cold. You want to be warm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so... At first, I thought, man, with all those people in beds, there's going to be a lot of bed sores. And I was going to think about how to make money off that. And then I figured maybe you won't because they're, if they're keeping the cells from breaking down, then maybe there's no – your maybe your skin's not just falling apart from laying there. And let me tell you something. Googling – bed sores to try and research something <laughs> is disgusting. And I quickly was like, no way. I am not looking at any pictures of bed sores anymore.
1: Well, I certainly think there is, even even if you keep the mitochondrion and the cell structure from breaking down, there has to be some kind of movement involved, or the muscles are just going to waste away. They need to be used. Muscles have to be used sure, to, to be done. So, I mean, something along those lines. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Uh, okay.
0: So, anyway... Uh, what I did think, though, is people are always going to need to be cleaned. You know, just laying there, you're going to sweat. You're going to have your functions, as uh-huh. they may be. Uh, mm. And and we're talking about a huge number of people. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, what I want to make are uh, a human car wash, basically. <laughs> uh, and it, it would have a conveyor belt. Uh-huh. And it would just person after person put them through, almost like, uh, you know, in a larger restaurant, you've got those industrial uh, dish cleaners. Yeah, they just pull the doors yep. down and. Yep, and
1: yep. Mm-hmm. ten seconds you have an entire rack of dishes completely clean.
0: Yeah, so I was thinking kind of like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you'd have, uh, like a little train track that all these people would go on. Uh, if you want to make it more pleasant, you can even have it step outside so they can get some vitamin D. Uh, and yeah, you just load them through, hand dry them, put a little a little oxygen mask on them so that uh-huh. they can still breathe. yeah, 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 and then there's someone takes the mask off and they hand dry them, <laughs> give a little polish to the yep.
1: to the facial reason. yeah, yep you can charge more for different uh, additional uh, cleaning things. yeah. You can do like a full roto-rooter kind of thing, like a you know wax them. Yeah. Like a actual like back-sack and crack kind of thing. Yeah. If they want that, if that's their thing. And obviously, this is something they're gonna have to choose in advance if they're in a vegetative state. While this is all happening, I imagine this will be sort of like tiered things for what they choose when they put themselves under to live forever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it seems to me that like if the the. As an investment possibility as well, just buying tons of open space in various areas of the country uh-huh. where it's super cheap and then just build sort of hermetically sealed hangars. Yeah. Because that's all you're going to need for it, right? Yeah. You're just going to need like, it's got to be clean, obviously, super clean, and they're just going to sort of be hanging there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? That's oh, yeah. what That's what they did in coma, as I recall. They yeah. were They were weirdly suspended. Yeah, they had like little pins in them. <clears throat> right, exactly, yeah. and they were just suspended. And it, I imagine it would be... The, that's why they didn't get bed sores in coma. Yeah. Because they weren't actually laying on
0: anything. They were just suspended. Yeah, I think that's a solid idea, Noel. Yeah. The, the more I read about this world, though, that it'll uh-huh. be... It sounds horrible. Yeah. Because your, your <clears throat> only massive danger of dying is... Traumatic injury. Traumatic injury. So right. that just means you're going to live in a padded world, where you can't do anything, because any risk is
1: bad. Well, it also depends on the traumatic injury. You know, one of the things is it's like your chances of of sort of like dying from infection, uh-huh. uh, dying from you know. Since they're going to be making organs, creating organs, your chances of surviving most traumatic injuries, basically it's going to be like, if they can keep your heart pumping long enough, Yes, they will be able to replace everything. And so the key will just be keeping the blood in you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because so let's say you get shot in the head and your brain is splattered all over the place. <laughs> in theory, yeah, you're going to get a replacement brain. Well, or is that going too I far? I think the brain's going too far. Like brain, Although one okay. of the
0: things they are looking into, too, is uploading your consciousness.
1: Of course they are. Right. So then you can just we've we've done that. We've yep. talked about that up and, and, you know, sort of feeding into people's brains and taking them over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, OK, so then you'd get a new brain and you get get plopped right in and you'd get a titanium skull and you're good to go. Yeah, you probably would get a tattoo. Yeah, I mean, what you're going to have is is like just cyborgs. uh uh-huh. All over the place. You know, because they're going to do things like if you live 200 years, at some point you're going to get into some kind of accident where you l- lose something, right? Where where like a, a, you've done enough injury to yourself that you're going to require something that's not necessarily uh uh actual skin, right? Uh-huh. That's not a natural So, you're going to end up with people with like tubes coming out of them all the time and and metal bits, and it's going to be awful.
0: Yeah, future's now, guys. Yeah. Get in there. It's not now. Get get into it now. If you Google Uh uh, tiny car wash, Uh (laughs) there's all sorts of YouTube (laughs) videos about how to make car washes for your kids.
1: So, your kids like drive their little fake cars through them?
0: For that, or right. for their toys, so you can put their toys oh. through and, and wash their toys. Look at so that. some of them are actual functional.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. So,
0: guys, human car wash, make it.
1: Well, I'm going to go on a little more of a natural high here. Okay. So, in our old age uh, episode, you had brought up uh, the blue zones. Yes. Right, and, and and we had a little discussion about it, and you sort of use that as a bouncing off point, but slightly different for I'm going uh, where I'm going with it. So. The Blue Zone, in, for those that haven't listened to it or don't remember, mm-hmm. for the Blue Zone is, is this guy, Dan Buettner, uh, decided to study the areas where people live the longest. Yeah. And he came up with, I think it was uh, five areas that he referred to as the Blue Zones. Um, and just to go over it again is Sardinia. Um, which actually has the highest concentration of male centenarians. Mm-hmm. In, mo- in, in, in most cases, female centenarians outnumber male centenarians 6 to 1. Mm-hmm. In Sardinia, it's 1 to 1. Oh, wow. It's equal parts male to female centenarians. Um, it's all those sardines they eat. That, that's right. Uh, Okinawa, Japan. Yeah. Uh, Loma Linda, California with all the Seventh-day Adventists. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica, um, and uh, Ikaria, Greece. Mm-hmm. Okay, and these are the things that they all have in common. Uh, they are all at at uh, at least semi-vegetarians, meaning the bulk of their diet is vegetarian. They only eat animal products, maybe. On average, five times a month. Okay. And then what they do eat is maybe four to five ounces at a serving. Um, and it, they did an interesting study. The Seventh Days Adventists in Loma Linda, who are vegetarians, some are Pesco vegetarians, uh, uh, and some are straight up, and most of them, but many of them are straight up vegan. The ones who ate some fish actually lived longer mm-hmm. than the ones who were full vegan. Sure. Right? Uh, so, but diet was a huge part of it. Diet was sort of the introduction to everything. So semi-vegetarians and they all, the one food they all had in common was beans. They all ate tons of beans and a lot of squash too. Mm -hmm. So like yams, I mean, yams aren't squash, but they're kind of in the similar family. So yams and squashes were big, big, big uh, things that they ate. Um, But then there was more to it than that, right? It was, it, 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 looked at the uh, environment as a whole. And there wasn't so much, uh, while some of them were coastal, uh, the Sardinian ones were all up in the mountains um, and uh, they uh, were all sheep herders. And they actually ate the most dairy of any of them because they ate tons of sheep sheep milk cheese and goat's cheese and stuff like that. But he broke it down into basically nine sort of rules that they all kind of follow all right number one is moderate regular physical activity right none of these people engage in the kind of exercise that we do okay where it's like i'm gonna go run on the treadmill for an hour or this heavy exertion for an hour and then sitting on your ass for 10 hours a day none of them do that it's all uh moderate physical activity lots of walking right most of them uh engage everything they have to do, they have to walk to, right? Many of, much of the work that they do in terms of is is built upon the idea that by doing this activity, it's going to make you have to do an additional activity later on. So like, for instance, gardening, right? You plant the garden and then you have to upkeep the garden. So there's this constant sort of physical activity that's tied into uh, a goal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, some sort of upkeep and a focused goal, right? Um, which leads into the second one, which is life purpose, right? And in many of these cases, these aren't people who are living, uh, you know, these are small towns in the middle of nowhere, I mean, other than Loma Linda. But, uh, you know, the, the Sardinians, it's, it's all sort of old villages up in the mountaintops, Ikaria, Greece. There's not a lot of tech or anything like that. But, you know, the life purpose is to just continue life, yes. right? Um, stress reduction, Obviously, they use Ikaria a lot as an example because the average age, the average person in Ikaria lives close to nine years longer.
0: Where's Ikaria? In Greece. Okay.
1: um, Is nine years longer than uh, the rest of the world. All right. Than the highest level of the rest of the world. And they average something like... 6.5 of every 10,000 people in Icaria lives to 100 years old. The average in the United States is like 1.7 for every 10,000 people. So that's a huge, I mean, that's a a five times, four or five times the amount of people living that way, right? So stress reduction, they live a simpler life. Um, Moderate calorie intake, the Okinawans have a rule. Uh, They call it the 80% rule. They eat till they're 80% full and then they stop. Uh Um, moderate alcohol intake, especially wine, they all drink. Uh They all have at least one or two glasses of wine with their dinner in particular, Um, sometimes with lunch, obviously never in the morning. But it's moderate, and it's generally wine. Right, and we, you know, and these are all things that you know. When you look at nutrition stuff, they all talk about these things as individual pieces, right? You will always hear like wine's good for you, wine's good for you, wine's good for you, wine's bad for you, wine's bad sure. for you. Moderation, everything's good for you. They all engage in uh, spirituality or religion, uh, meaning that they'll go to some sort. They will, they will uh, uh, be involved in some way, uh, maybe four times out of every month. Um, and they're very big in family life, and they engage in a very deep social structure. Okay. Right? So New York has got to be one of the worst places in the world.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of good beans here, though.
1: That's about it. Yeah. That's what we got. I right? like beans. But we, it's heavily polluted, yep. high stress. Yep. Um, a lot of people have the wrong focus. They they don't engage in spirituality. A lot of atheists and, and sure. religion haters running away from their religion. Uh, Their families aren't here. Uh, the social life, while they go out and party with people, they don't necessarily have that connected network mm-hmm. that is that is necessary that they're talking about in this situation. Uh, they don't engage in moderate, regular physical activity. It's more like high-intensity physical activity and then just sitting on your ass. Sure. Uh, and most—you know, you go to any restaurant nowadays in New York City, for instance— it's everything's meat centric, right? Yeah. Big steaks, pork, pork belly. Oh, yeah. Fatty, delicious, meaty, yeah. meaty Fried goodness, chicken. right? Fried chicken. Oh, I love mm, it. Mm, mm, mm good. Yeah. Um, so you just
0: did have some beans with that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's okay. You got a nice, you got a nice uh, brisket, and nice, some nice baked beans that's on it. the side. That's sugar a- is also a big thing. They don't need, they don't partake in a lot of sugar occasionally and mostly in fruits. All right. Um, so I was thinking like, Usually at around our age is when people start freaking out about their health. Sure. Right? You start going like, oh, my God, I'm I'm tasting mortality, and what can I do to make myself live longer? Uh-huh. Right? And you look around, and the thought was, why don't you create communities... Right? Basically gated communities Mm -hmm. of like minded people who are all living the blue the the blue zone plan. Okay. Right. So no cars allowed on the properties, right? They take up everything is available there, small farms that everyone has to work on in some fashion, right? Local non denominational spiritual centers and like it's like a hippie commune. Sure. But you have to pay a shit ton of money to be a part of it.
0: (laughs) That's where, the, right. that's, that's where the angle where, is. That's where the angle is yeah. because,
1: look, who's going to follow this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. It's going to be the people who have a lot of money that can afford to do it. Well, yeah. Right? I mean, that's just a fact, right? So initially I was thinking like, well, why don't we do retirement communities like that, mm-hmm. right? Coastal communities, so you get the sun and the fun, right? Then, you know, you create these communities where they have to be a part of the community. They have to grow the food that they eat, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're it, It's integral to what they do. Um, as well as they can't walk or take—I mean, they can't uh, drive everywhere or take little scooters. They have to walk sure. uh, some some portion of it and 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 be part of it in some fashion, and uh, make that a retirement community where you'll add eight years onto the life of these old people, and they'll be happier for it. Yeah. Right. But then I was like. Why not a bunch of 40-year-olds Sure, when they're really getting into it, right? And then they can really create a strong community, and then it just turns into a retirement community, right? And so you've got, and then as people die off, you just feed new people in there that are younger and are willing to pay more money yeah. and have incomes and able to do it. So that's what I uh, was thinking, and it would be called like Blue Zone Zones yeah. if you can get the... uh if you can get the rights from the Blue Zone guy. I mean, he's already got a whole thing going on, like speaker engagement mm-hmm. and uh, creating, trying to create his own sort of Blue Zone communities, mm-hmm. uh, but within communities that already exist. I don't buy that. Buy some property, <laughs> build with the Blue Zone map in mind, yeah. and you just charge people to come and live there. And I'm telling you, this is gonna, this is going to be the hot new diet trend coming up. The Blue Zone diet and everything about it, is, I guarantee you, you're going to start following. It's, right now, it's the whole 30. The next thing is going to be the Blue Zone. And when that happens, and you have these Blue Zone communities set up and ready to go, mm-hmm. you are going to get all these people who don't even realize that they're going to be living on a commune. Living on a commune. All right. Yeah. There you go.
0: There you go. Lots of money. Right Lots, Lots of, of money. beans, guys. Yep. Refried beans. Yeah. I like yeah. Tootin' tootin' what keeps you alive so long. Rootin' tootin'. Root, called that. <laughs> rootin, right. tootin'. rootin'
1: tootin'. Rootin' The bean zone. Yeah, the bean <clears throat> zone. Yeah, I like it.
0: Uh, yeah, you know what else I like? What else do you like? Our new segment, Yeah, <laughs> which is Josh and Noel sellout, uh, uh-huh. which every week we explore ways in which you, Josh, and me, Noel, are selling our souls... To the corporate America, uh, or or anywhere, yeah. not just America. Yep. Uh, so, and that is our dream. Uh, you know, <laughs> it is our dream. We want to one day uh, be owned, be ashamed of our actions, but covering it up with golden <laughs> tears. Uh, so, currently, the best way for you to help us sell out is go to the Radio Free Brooklyn show. Uh, website, go to Get Rich Quick, Josh Noel show page Uh and hit the sponsor button. What's going to
1: happen when they hit the sponsor button? They
0: can pledge an amount of money that will be taken out once a month for the rest of the season ends November 15th Uh uh, as the new season starts, I believe. And uh, half that money comes to us. Half goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right.
1: And I I just want to add, if you uh, have done that or are going to do that, and then you want to con- you're like you it will not carry over to the next season. So if you wanted to do it again, you'd have to wait till the next season and then sponsor us again.
0: Or you could sponsor mid season, yeah.
1: Right, or sponsor us mid season. But my point is is what I'm saying is if you want to continue supporting us and Radio Free Brooklyn simultaneously and you go in now that come November when this season ends, it will not carry over. Yeah. You will have to do it again.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's uh all I'm saying. yeah, so get in there. If you hate us, you can go to radiofreebrooklyn go to the Patreon page, pledge some money to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money comes to Josh or I and uh you can just rub it in our faces. Yeah. Uh if you're corporate America, give us a call. Yep. We accept <laughs> checks. We do big fat ones. Uh, yeah, big fat checks. We got PayPal, we got bank yep. accounts, we got mattresses, stick your cash under. We got Venmo,
1: we got uh Square yep. and Square Pay. Hey, I will take a uh, corporate credit card from Apple mm-hmm. if they want to pay by credit card. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Square will be happy. They'll get a nice big fat percentage of that as well.
0: Yeah, and, and for for a nominal sum of money, we will walk away from our Strongest held moral (laughs) beliefs, and which are
1: very few to begin with, very
0: few to begin with. Uh, so yeah, do that. Uh, we also around this time have another segment where every week we have a topic and we explore that topic and ways for you to become disgustingly, disgustingly wealthy. (laughs) Uh, and in the middle, though, we have just a little, another little side topic, a little turtling of a nugget of an idea for you to make more money in a different way. So uh, if, you know, you're busy, you're uh, eating, cooking some beans, you're, you know, putting someone through a car wash, <laughs> uh, and you just have time to listen to this, do so and come back later, listen to the rest of the show, make more money. So Mr. Josh, please take it away. <laughs> The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio
1: Free Brooklyn. Okay, this one's a complicated one, but if you're smart enough and up for a challenge, then you can become a millionaire. In November 2002, a Russian mathematician called Dr. Grigory Perelman did something that no one in history has ever done he solved an extremely hard mathematical problem known as the Poincare conjecture. It is very complicated and deals with four-dimensional space. In March 2010, the Clay Mathematics Institute of Cambridge offered Dr Perelman a $1 million prize, but he declined it. There are six other mathematical problems waiting to be solved, which each are rewarded with $1 million, such as the Ryman Hypothesis, which is an extremely complicated mathematical problem proposed by Bernhard Riemann in 1859. So, if you're a mathematical genius, then give it a go, and you could become a millionaire. Boom! Boom! Million! Yeah, for all you puzzle lovers out there. Yeah, I think that's a good one to try. I don't know what the name of the other ones are. I didn't look them up.
0: Um, I just really enjoyed his accent. Yeah, I loved his accent. <laughs> is does. is he like uh British Chinese? <laughs>
1: I don't think so. No, that's a very specific accent. I don't know what it is. Uh, I want to say- It was say great whatever it was. I wanna, for, for, a our, lot going on. for our British listeners there, I know you guys know immediately listening to him what it is, but that's a very specific accent. Is it? Let us yeah, know, yeah, guys. Right. Reach out. Very tell specific us. regional British accent. But um, my thought is, since the guy turned down the million dollars, yeah. if you can somehow get into his computer-
0: Yeah, and, and say, oh, thought about it again.
1: Find- oh, No, no, no fine because he f- solved it uh-huh. right but he didn't take so the million sitting there for that for for someone to figure that out right i'm assuming right if someone else figures it out and says up oh, i got it yeah they're gonna be like well here's your million since he didn't want it yeah i don't know why he didn't want it yeah. that doesn't make a damn bit of sense to me whatsoever
0: or just get a calculator watch
1: that's a good point <laughs> calculator get... watch on your phone that's replacing yeah, everything get a watch. you have a calculator. That if you turn it to the side, it becomes one of those special calculators. Boom. Right? Texas and, instruments. Yeah. Figure it out, people. T I.
0: Yeah. Oh, T I.
1: You can do it. Magnet TI. That's there's... what they would call me. Because <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're breaking out the big guns. That's right. Um, but yeah, there you go. A million dollars for, for working on a math problem.
0: Yeah. Get um, it, guys. Be get it. Couldn't be easier. Ten percent. That's uh... all we want. <laughs> and, and and if you are that good at math. 10% is no problem for you to figure out. Yeah,
1: I was going to say 10% of a million dollars. Yeah, I mean, you have to be a 10 year old to figure that out. Yeah. You know, and if you get six of those.
0: Six 10 year olds? <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> six, that's $600,000. <laughs> ah.
1: There we go. <laughs> yeah. So sunk. the end result is collect 10 year olds and then pay us 10%.
0: Yep. Excellent. Okay. So longevity. How do we make money? Well, I'm still stuck on my idea. Of We've got this giant army of vegetables that we're keeping oh, wow. alive. Wow, you're,
1: you're expanding I, on this. I, I,
0: I, I was fascinated with this uh-huh. entire idea, right? Uh-huh. Uh So we've got this massive, massive army. Now, I'm curious,
1: just real quick. So the Methuselah Project is certain. I mean, they, they're saying that there will be... All of these people in storage? No, 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 they're not. But that's the that they
0: want all other scientific research.
1: No, to I stop. understand that. But you're so you. But that's not part of their thing. This is your presumption that that's what's going to happen. Well, it's it's obvious. Okay, I'm just asking because I just,
0: if, if if they're going to take away any uh, Alzheimer's research, right, and only put it into organ research, and you know what I mean, right, for longevity, it, it's what's going to happen. We're going to have millions and millions. A well, year. either
1: that or, and I don't want to burst your bubble here, uh-huh. or the idea is they let people who have
0: these diseases, you research on them and they, you know. No, we, no, no, no. You the let whole, them die. No, no, no. The whole philosophy is, is that we will have the time to fix that after. If, well, if I can keep you alive for a thousand years, then if it, then.
1: So the idea is, though, that you are going to be kept alive for a thousand years till they fix it. Right. That's what I'm. So there are going to be people that are being warehoused. Yeah. Okay. That's
0: what I'm asking. But but if you go to the website, it doesn't talk about this warehouse thing. Oh, okay. But it talks about all our scientific research will go towards this. Right. And then we'll have the time when it's your turn for us to figure out your problem.
1: Right. I I got that. I understand that. But I I just, that's what I was at. Basically, I was asking was they are planning on Uh keeping people alive until. The uh, cure for whatever it is mm-hmm. is discovered. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's in, that's just. I mean, it's insane it, because it, basically you're looking at keeping the entire population of, of every generation yep. alive for who knows how long. So you're looking at billions and billions, billions. and billions of people. Bi- and then when you figure out the cure, uh huh, you're going to have all these people suddenly inhabiting Waking the up. earth.
0: Yeah. 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 I know. It's bongo land. But it's coming, Uh, and how are we going to make money off it? So, uh, you know, before we looked at, you know, a service industry type thing of how to make money, well, just how do we make money off these people themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So, what can they offer society? Not a lot, (laughs) other than their fingernails and their hair, that's going to keep growing. Uh, I looked into fingernails. You you can't find much out there on Uh what to do with your fingernails. Uh But your hair? Give me a break. There's a lot you can yeah. do with your hair, uh, so we all know about like locks of love and how to. Uh-huh. You can donate your hair for wigs, and it's used for that. Uh, but I found some stuff where a, a very serious research paper about all of the commercial applications for recycling human hair, and. So uh, some of the ones that I'm not gonna really go into, well I'm not gonna go too in depth with all these, but but some of the ones that were just kind of eh, where uh you can use it to test hair care products. Yeah. Of uh, you can use it for cosmetic brushes. And not only can you, all this stuff is actively being researched right. or used. Right. Okay. Uh uh and there's some pharmaceutical uses for hair. They're uh-huh. they're taking it and extracting Uh, Different parts, uh, you know, chemical compounds from it and using that uh, in drugs. (coughs) Certainly weaves. Yeah. Uh, Fertilizer. Hair is one of the highest nitrogen-rich organic materials. Hmm. So you can take hair, uh, and you can just take it the way it is and put it in the ground or you can uh, compost we'll, it. will like,
1: it grow more hair if you just take it and put it, <laughs> it in the It starts ground. growing more hair. Yeah. You have a whole
0: <laughs> hair field. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like my butt. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, so fertilizer is a big component for, for hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, pest control. Hair, human hair, repels rats, mm-hmm. bores for some reason. Wild boars. Must be a scent thing. And deer. Must be a scent thing. Well, the deer, it said, was a scent thing. So the deer, you have to keep replenishing the the human hair. Fresh human hair. But uh, the rats and the boars did not sound like it was uh, necessarily just a human smell thing. Uh huh. Uh, So it's being used for that. You can use it for that. Uh, It is being used and researched into how to use this more to reinforce cement and mortar. Uh huh. Uh, It is, this is the one that got me. It's being used actively for oil and water separation. And this was discovered when the Exxon Valdez uh, disaster happened and someone Uh saw an otter in the water covered in oil. So it's great for this. So they're making these giant mats out of human hair Mm-hmm. and using them to c- uh, clean up oil spills.
1: Because it just absorbs all that just oil. It just
0: absorbs yeah. all the oil. Uh, and likewise, it also absorbs mercury from water. Oh, interesting. So you can take mercury, poison, poison mercury, <laughs> out of water with human hair, uh, and then... You could make a book of hair, mm-hmm. uh,
1: and then take it camping, Yep, and then run poisonous, mercury-laden water through it. yeah. And drink it. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, so uh, there's also people making fabrics out of hair and uh-huh. rope out of hair. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I just wrote this down to, here's countries where there have government funding of research for human hair in different areas. So liquid fertilizers are being researched by India, U.S., Korea, Bangladesh, Concrete reinforcement by Canada and India. Pollution control. Canada, Singapore, India, Iran, Korea, Egypt, and Jordan. Uh, Molded furniture, U.K. (laughs) They got that one on their own. Uh, Engineering polymores is a bunch of countries. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Tissue regeneration. Uh Switzerland, U.K., Korea, and France. Tissue,
1: what good, like... Like, what good is using the cells from from your hair hair. to
0: grow skin? Uh huh. Uh, and composites for supercomputing, they're using human hair in supercomputers, and that is being researched by India, Greece, and the Netherlands. Wow, and flexible microelectrodes by China. So, you guys. We are going to have billions of people. They're going to be growing hair. Hey, hey, and let me tell you something. If you can figure out something with those fingernails, you're gold. But everything I could find about recycling fingernails, also disgusting road to go down. So don't, you might not want to Google that or the bed source thing. Did
1: I ever get, because I don't know, I don't remember if I could find, I I was looking for a tip of the week that you may have sent me, Mm -hmm. uh, like an article about a guy who took his fingernail clippings and put it in, turned it into art, but the art was paperweights um,
0: and stuff like that. I, I did see when I looked up this fingernail thing, is there someone who is making jewelry with fingernails in it, and they're calling it human ivory and basically, putting these fingernails in different shapes in script uh, in amber.
1: Uh, yeah, this may be the same thing, but I couldn't find any audio on it, uh-huh. so I never I never did it. But it was that was one that was it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, like and he would collect, he would wait and collect thousands of fingernails before he would start making stuff. Yeah,
0: I uh, uh, oh, the fingernail thing. <laughs> I saw this one site, and this wasn't just people joking. They were saying to take your fingernails, chop them up, glue them to paper, and use it as sandpaper. Stop it! Yeah, no, that's what they're saying. That's awful. <laughs> it's disgusting, right? I have a weird thing about the smell of burning
1: fingernails. Oh, it's disgusting. When I was a kid, I loved it. I used what? To, I I love it. I don't know why. Uh, I, I, I you're a cannibal. Like, that means maybe I would. I would. I, I don't like the smell of human hair burning, and it's a similar smell, but a little a little stronger. Uh huh. And I used to, like, clip my toenails, and when i get, like, a big nail, like the big toenail, no, as a whole Josh, thing, I would even take a, uh, keep, I would take a lighter no. and set it on fire oh, and watch Josh. it melt and Ugh. bubble. And the smell, I, I I loved it. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, so don't worry about the fingernails. Uh, Josh has that. He's just going to light a big funeral pyre out back and, uh-huh. and keep himself warm. A big, a big trash can fire of toenails. Yep, that's me. Josh, leaning over, huffing it. Uh-huh. Oh, that's disgusting. All
1: right. Fine. It's disgusting. Yeah. But hair, I, look, you know. Yeah, you, and look, even for living people, I have a, an endless supply, at least an acre of back hair, mm-hmm. that replenishes itself every month and a half if I shave it off. Ugh. So <laughs> your, your reaction was fantastic. <laughs> um, You know, so if anyone wants to buy my back hair, yeah, I'm selling He's it. It's for sale. I'm selling it. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I was at a barber shop in the East Village one time, uh-huh. and uh, this guy sat down in the chair next to me. And it was just like an old school barbershop. Mm-hmm. Guy sits down in the chair next to me, whips off his, his uh, shirt, leans forward. The barber starts smearing no. shaving cream all no. over his back and then straight razor in his oh back. Oh, my God. And I was like, after the guy left, I'm like. Does that happen very often? And he's like, oh, it's on the menu. And it was. It was on their wall menu. Oh,
1: <laughs> my God. Like, I mean, I guess that's no different than waxing. It's yeah. probably less. I mean, waxing, it's its difficult for me to get it that close uh-huh. because I get uh, incredible ingrown hairs because of it. Like, uh, Deb, when Deb and I first started dating, she was like, I can't. I just, I just can't. You know, I love you, but this has got to go. And she waxed me. And it was excruciating. Uh-huh. And worse than the actual initial pain uh, was the two days later uh, as, you know, it was still kind of raw. Yeah. And then the, ing- you know, the hairs were starting to grow, but they were getting stuck under uh, the inflammation on my back. And so suddenly my back was just filled with welty, uh, painful pimples. It was awful. Yeah. So now it's got to be like a quarter of an inch all around. Like the idea of getting it straight razored is like. That's crazy to me. And I like that he just came in. That's such a classic, like, old-school barber, and he just leaned over the freaking chair. (laughs) The guy just went... And done like that. All right, so we don't have a lot of time left. Um, I'm going to get to my last one, which is going to be... I'm going to make it quicker than it probably should be. What is something we wish would last longer we, A, don't get enough of, and, B, when we get it, we wish could last forever?
0: Tootsie Rolls.
1: Besides Tootsie Rolls.
0: Uh I, I, sleep okay that's yeah. right no sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with sleep is uh uh we don't get enough of it number one there's a sweet spot for it where it is enough and quite often when you're when you're in it you don't want it to end right mm-hmm. so i sort of did a a, a a quick thing to try to figure out how do we make people since they can actually sleep more right and actually sleeping more is not a good thing how do we get them to either maximize the sleep they have, mm-hmm. sleep better, and or make them think that they're sleeping okay. more than they are. Um, and I found an article uh, on uh, genealogy, uh, not genealogy, on genetics. Um, and the question was, is natural sleep the only kind that counts? And, and the point that he was making was that many of these sleep aids that we take Not all of it, obviously, but much of what we think of as that we're getting good sleep because of it, because we're not actually getting good sleep physiologically from it, Mm -hmm. it's a placebo effect. The process of taking it, knowing that we're going to go to sleep, and then passing out for eight hours, even if it's not that proper REM sleep that we're supposed to be getting, is enough to make people think that they're sleeping enough and getting a good sleep, and therefore... They actually test better than someone who slept the exact same amount of time in in uh, with regular sleep, normal sleep, mm-hmm. and proper REM sleep. They actually test better on uh, you know, the uh, I suddenly can't, but it's not reflexes, but just on sure. And so I was thinking, well, acuity, so, acuity, right, All right? Thank you. Um, then I was looking, and I found something else that said no matter how much you sleep, we should all be taking naps Mm -hmm. for anywhere from six minutes to an hour, no more, but six minutes to an hour, everyone should be taking naps. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Then I read somewhere that there are people who are now developing, uh, electrical units that you put up to a person's head and it sends the same waves to the, uh, I think it's the cortex. Um, which is where the, 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 the waves of, of REM sleep are. Mm-hmm. And it, they can send a low level electrical pulse there that mimics those uh, uh, REM, REM brain waves. Yeah. Right? So I thought what you need to do is set up sleep centers nap centers throughout the country, right? Mm-hmm. They've, they've tried this with those nap bubbles and they don't really work because people actually have to be ready to sleep and sure. willing to sleep. Yeah. You lay them down, you pulse them with this stuff while you are sending uh, coded things to them through headphones saying, you're sleeping so well. Oh my God, you just slept for an hour and a half, right? And they're in there for five minutes, 10 minutes tops, and they come out feeling like they just got eight hours. That's fantastic. Okay, so that's it. That's what I got. And that is longer sleep in theory, right? It's duping them, but longer sleep in theory and makes you live longer because you're sleeping better and you're believing you're sleeping better. So what's better than that?
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. All right. Uh... Unlike our topic, uh, we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to start motoring through here. Uh, If you want to get in touch with Josh and I, you can reach us on Twitter at grqjoshnoel.
1: Email us at uh, grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com.
0: Facebook us at facebook slash grqjoshnoel. Go on iTunes. You can rate. You can review. You can subscribe. You can tell your friends. You can rent a steamboat and put a flag up there that says Josh and Noel and... Drive it around to your local lake. Uh, uh, so, at this point in the show, you got a lot of money built up in your pockets. It is going to make you die early. So, uh, you got to do something with that money. Brought to you by Ready Free Brooklyn, Josh. Please take it away. the Brigette Marie Antoinette. This watch is estimated to be worth $30 million. It was stolen by master thief Naaman Diller in 1983 and found in 2007, three years after Naaman passed away of old age. It took Brigette and Marie Antoinette 44 years to construct the original, but both of them passed away before its completion.
1: So there you go, $30 million for a watch. Yep, and ironically,
0: they passed away. Before they completed it. On our longevity That's show. That's right. But uh, so, our ideas are great. We know they are. You should quit your job today. You should get a loan. You should <clears> take all these ideas and make them reality. How do you know? Because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich. Uh, where do our rules come from this weekend? Today's rules come from Business Insider. They
1: are the 10 rules of success Andrew Carnegie Uh used to become incredibly rich. All right. Uh, Create a mastermind alliance.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. It's the Methuselah Project. You get all the scientists. Mm -hmm. You quit looking up how to make plastic stronger, how to recycle, how to do anything but keep people's hearts beating. That's right. Uh, and we got time for one more, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, sure. We got time for a couple. Okay.
1: Practice applied faith, which is what you're going to have to do when you're dealing with the religious and spiritual aspects of uh, the blue zone zone. Yeah. Or what did we decide we were going to call it? We were going to call it the bean zone. The bean zone. Yeah. The bean zone. The pooper shooper. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, profit from adversity. That's right. Old versity. <laughs> Ah. And then we got time for another. All right. And uh, number four, uh, think accurately.
0: That's exactly right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going to get old. You're going to wither away. Yeah. Uh, how do you do it? By thinking that you slept well. Uh-huh. Uh, accurately. <laughs> mean we should stop before that Yeah, we're going <laughs> to stop right now.
1: We are four for four, which means, of course, as always, you are going to make gajillions of dollars. It's disgusting. In this, in this billions and billions of dollars industry. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Oh, wait. Uh, oh. I just blew that. I'm sorry. But here we go.
0: gonna get rich quick this is my lucky day so stick around baby and everything will be okay